Today we're going to partake glimpses stories where we see together how Jesus is alive today, working in people's lives in different ways, and is totally relevant to the world today. 2,000 years after he walked the earth, died on a Roman cross, rose again from the grave, and ascended to the right hand of God the Father. Today, I want to tell you the story of Angie, a lady I know, and about her personal journey to faith in this same Jesus Christ. The eldest of three sisters, I was packed off to Sunday school in a Wesleyan chapel over the road from where we lived to give our parents a rest each Sunday morning, or so it seemed. And whilst there, I learnt about Jesus, his parables and the people of the Old Testament. And although we soon moved away, the memories stayed with me. I never forgot them, and Jesus was always special to me, although I didn't understand the reason until much later. Life moved on as it always does for everyone. I had a holiday romance with a man named Jim, and he and I got married and we had two children. Our extended family started talking about how they knew Jesus personally. Our son, then only 14, after going to church with his cousin, came home saying he'd become a Christian. We wondered what on earth was going on. After three months of our son's pleading, we finally agreed to go to a barbecue, which was part of their church outreach. Arriving an hour early as our son got the time wrong, we watched as the folks set everything up, and we thought together how genuine they were. One young man there told us his story. He was the eldest of six children, that he hadn't had an easy life, and he explained how his life had been changed personally by Jesus Christ, that he no longer had fights in the street, and that he had a love of God for people. It made us curious enough to decide to go to that church the following Sunday. And on that Sunday afternoon, Jim had a nap, our daughter was visiting with friends, and I was doing the ironing. Our son pleaded with us, to watch a video he had borrowed from church. In this video, actors depicted to us the story of Jesus from the Gospel of Luke. I could feel myself getting secretly angry while watching the film to begin with, as I ironed clothes. By the end of the film, the iron was off, and I sat riveted with my son in front of the screen as they crucified Jesus. And it hurt. It hurt me personally. I couldn't understand why they had to do that. It didn't make sense. It never had made sense to me. That same evening, we went to church. We arrived a little late and we settled ourselves near the back of the church. We viewed a a lively congregation in worship and joined in smiling at each other as they worshipped with a real genuineness. This was not church as we knew it. This was alive and exciting. The speaker gave a message, ending with a request for all to bow their heads, so those wanting to know this Jesus personally could raise their hands. My husband Jim and I looked at each other as we gritted our teeth. No way were we going to raise our hands. Uh Uh-uh, no way, never. Then the meeting was over. I found myself asking the woman next to me, Why, if Jesus died 2,000 years ago, was it anything to do with me? This woman gently explained, 
that Jesus is central to all human history, that before him folks looked forward in faith to his coming, and those living after him looked back in faith to his coming. He, he, Jesus Christ, is therefore pivotal to everything. At that moment, something happened to me, something terrible, wonderful, almost unexplainable. In my mind, the video portraying Jesus' life that I had watched that afternoon came back to me. It replayed in my mind, showing me yet again what and how Jesus had suffered. For the first time, realization came to me that this Jesus had been beaten and suffered for me. He'd been spat upon, mocked and humiliated. He'd had a crown of thorns pressed down on his head. He'd had nails driven through his hands and his feet. That he had been crucified just for me. The woman in front of me realized from my reaction that something was going on and she led me to a quieter place. It hit me then that the Jesus I had always known from childhood had really and truly died for me. And it wasn't just a story of fiction, as I once thought. Jesus was who he claimed to be and had something to say about how I lived my life today. Worst of all, I knew I'd never thanked him or said that I was sorry. I asked what I had to do to get to know him and this lady led me in a simple prayer of repentance and faith. I walked out of that place with the biggest smile on my face ever. That smile lasted for two weeks, having found my answer. I had committed my life to this Jesus Christ, personally. My husband Jim says he saw something different in the people at that church and the change it had made to me. Jim knew there had to be more to life. So on his own, a few days later, late into the night, he too got on his knees before God and committed his life to Jesus Christ as well. The following Sunday, there we were again, unchurched, not fully understanding everything, but eager and keen to learn. A few weeks later, our twelve-year-old daughter made her choice to follow Jesus too. That was back in 1992, and here we are 19 years later. So much has happened since then, and that's a story in itself. God and Jesus have been faithful in so many ways. Both our children are now grown up, they are married to Christians and raising their own families in the Christian faith. Yes, my love of the Saviour Jesus just keeps on growing. I have much to thank him for. If you have found this story helpful, Angie's story helpful, please do let us know how it has helped your own journey of faith. You can visit us at www partakers.co.uk or email us dave at partakers.co.uk Thank you.